0: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Two guys and a mic, two guys and a mic. One of them's wrong and one of them's right. Two guys and a mic, two guys and a mic. One of them's wrong and one of them's right. Two guys and a mic.
1: Live from
0: the Toad Hop Network studios, it's Two Guys and a Mic. Starring the ebullient yet neurotic... Sometimes funny, but always skin-afflicted, Ken. And Rich, the sardonic, wise-cracking control freak whose main mission in life is to make Ken feel uncomfortable. Join the mindless mayhem now at
1: 888-520-4374. This is Two Guys and a Mic.
0: Well, that is a lovely shade of maroon you're wearing, Rich. Well, what, what color do you have on? Maroon. Yeah. Is that? Well, yours is kind of like this fadey maroon kind of thing. It's hip. It's Your, vintage. Yours is kind of, yeah. Yeah, what maroons? Yeah. Of, of all colors. Hey, dude, I'm sorry. I grab, I go for a maroon shirt. I'm like, from now uh, on, I will bring three shirts when I come here. All right. Just in case. Oh, it's going to be like Diana Ross in Central Park. We have a costume change every segment. (laughs) That's right. We can go out and change. We're doing this for the flowers. (laughs) No, we're not going to do that. But you know what we need to change? What do we need to change, Ken? It's my fucking Toad Hop Network photo. Ah! (laughs) I'm sorry to start the show on such an angry moment. Good God. Calm down. Dude. What? Your photo is fine. You go on the ToadHopNetwork.com. Your photo is like... I had mine changed. It's smirky. It's cool. It's okay. See what they did. What they did. Okay, here's, here's the deal. They took that ah, photo they took the p- from the old place. Right. The photo of the me, old place. Me with the guitar, old. hero guitar. And I'm you doing, were jumping in the I'm air. I'm doing a heavy metal leap. Right, you were naked from the waist down. You were I jumping in the naked. air. I wasn't naked. I wasn't. I wasn't flopping uh, right and left. I was, I'm looking at the picture right now, and I, I can tell you were naked from the waist down. I am down. not naked. I'm just doing a heavy metal leap, holding a guitar. I'm, no. and I'm ending. I'm ending an AC/DC song. Doing that's, something cool. That's a naked face, dude. No, that's it's a, not. That's. A, I'm naked. I'm flapping in the breeze. Face. But they took that photo, and they. Took it upon themselves, yes, to rip that, it from another web website. Who are they? Why don't you talk crop, to someone, Ken? Crop my face out, right. so it no longer looks like I'm doing a guitar leap. It looks like it looks like I'm getting dry ass raped by a Clydesdale. It's That's wrong. True. That's true. Well, it's it also, awful. A, a, and and we were told before by our guest who's coming up, it looks like you could have a feather boa on and be doing a whole Puerto Rican, you know. Oh, a Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block. Then. Oh, yep. dude, that photo is so <laughs> bad. Is so bad. I can understand if they were like going well, for like a universal the, theme with all the talent. Send them a new photo and ask them to please change it when they get the opportunity. Did it. You did. I did it. And I, oh, sent, wow. I sent the abridged bio. They changed the bio, but I... Oh, I, wait, th- wait. That was last week, right? I think they're all laughing in closed quarters about the photo. That was last week, and you you sent something about getting ass-raped in the, in the in your email, didn't you? I... I you did, did. You did. I, is that why you think they're keeping it up? Uh, no, no. Then yeah. why are they keeping it up? Because they like me better than you. Why do they? What? <laughs> what does that even mean? It's pretty simple. They like me better than you. My my photo sucked when it first went up because they took our, the same old photos with that. And I asked, hey, uh, hey, this photo is not really great. Can you please use this one? And they were like, yeah, sure. No problem. And got taken care of. So that sounds to me like. Yeah, you have a little more pull than I do. Somebody likes me better than you. I don't know who. <laughs> yes. They. Oh, they like me. yours, Rob. Better than you. <laughs> So you're gonna have to keep bringing like free beer and free gifts and everything. I else. bring free beer all the time. Eventually, I, up, I gave I gave Frank one of those giant Jagermeister tap machines. Okay, well you get in there little by little. You're. What else there. do I have to do? I don't know. Ask Frank. <laughs> am I? Am I? Am I? Am, Ask Frank. Am I making a nuisance of myself? Is that? Is that what's I, happening? I, I, I. don't know. Now you're starting to spiral down. You're starting to spiral backwards. You flew up really hard, high, and you're now you're starting to spiral down because you're going. It's me. It's me. I is screwed this? Up. This is because of all the pisses I took in Frank's backyard. Yeah. Well, that wasn't actually his yard. You. Were, you were pissing over the back into his neighbor's yard, dude. Weren't you? No. You weren't. No. All right. Whatever. You just. You just. You just have to admit. They obviously like me better than you. Uh, I think you're you probably you do a little more for the network, yeah. I'm eh, sure you do. And speaking of me and you, okay. what are we doing right here? Oh, this is a uh, podcast. Yeah, a- we're doing a podcast, an internationally famous podcast called Two Guys in a Mic. That's right. We got Aussies listening right now, and someone in Barbados. Oh my God! <laughs> and we used to have a guy in Turkey. I haven't heard from him in a long time. He stopped. He's. Stopped. Uh, he, I, I think I, we offended him. He might be dead. I don't know. <laughs> uh, two Guys in a Mic. You can follow us on Twitter at Two Guys in a Mic LA. You can also join the fan page on Facebook. Book slash two guys in a mic, LA, or just be smart and come to the Toad Hop Network and you know lock yourself in and listen here and download here. Oh, well, it's it's simple. I'm gonna open my tecate. Ah, yes, tecate time. Finally, I love tecate. You know what? Last week we couldn't do this because I I didn't think you could bring beer into here, but now we can. We're gonna, but we can put it on ice unless we can't and we just told them we did and now we're in trouble. Mm. It's very good. Are you going to have one? Oh, our guest is oh, over there. Oh, silent guest, drinking with us. <laughs> oh, she's not supposed she's to be not, drinking no. beer. No, she's not drinking beer. Yeah. She's not drinking beer. No, no, no. Uh, Ashley zurigian is our uh, special guest tonight. She will be joining us in the second segment. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see, the audience loves her. Yeah. The audience loves her. And And let people know if they want to call, Ken. Can they call us here? They can. The number is back to the uh, famous triple eight five two zero four three seven four. I know how much you like to say the number because you used to get pissed because, how do you know the number? How do you know the number? I said, well, just from saying it over and over. How was your Super Bowl? My Super Bowl was uh, fine. I was happy that the Patriots lost. I mean, I'm a Jets fan, so any day the Patriots win is horrible. Yeah. So I didn't care. You know, I mean, I, I'm from New York. I'm not a Giants fan. I'm a Jets fan, but I don't hate the Giants. And uh, I don't care who beats the Patriots. I don't care if it's a bunch of six-year-olds who beat the Patriots. Uh, as long as the Patriots lose, it's a good fucking Super Bowl. I feel the same way. I, I'm an Eagles fan. and there's That's no, weird. And there's no way in the world that I should be rooting for the Giants. That's weird, yeah, you should hate the giants i I, I, I do normally, but uh, I, 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 I think about but it. But You like hate that. Tom Brady more than you hate the giants. I do hate Tom Brady, I hate I hate Bill Belichick a little bit, oh no, he's a dick. yeah, he's a total douche. Mm-hmm. and uh, but I, my friends I have I have friends who are patriot fans and I have friends who are giants fans, and the patriot fans are just a little more obnoxious than my giant fan friends. yeah, yeah, well. All Boston fans have gotten obnoxious in the 2000s. You think? think? Yeah, (laughs) where they used to have that whole, you know, uh, like Chicago Cubs were beaten down, and "Eh, we'll we'll never get there, it's never going to happen. Then they win a couple of titles, and then they're the most obnoxious, you know, they're trying to be Yankee fans. I, I hate to say this to all my Boston fan friends, but the New England Patriots are the Yankees. ...of the NFL. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. And hate it as much. That's right. How about your Super Bowl, Ken? Uh, my Super Bowl... Uh, we, we, we talked a little bit about it last week, right? It's funny that you should bring that up because you're you very, probably want to get under my skin a little more about dry, it. very dry, dry Super Bowl. Every year, it's a bitter, bitter pill for me to swallow, but every year I give up partying with my buddies to go to the in-laws' house out in uh, the Valley of the Dirt People, out in the Inland Empire... How can that be called a party if, there's, if, Fontana. It's like, if it's dry? Oh, my God. How can that be called a party? It's dry. It's a dry Super Bowl party. And it's, it's basically, yeah, what? Your, your mic? It works, doesn't it? No. no. Your no. mic's not on. No. Your mic is not on. Maybe it's this one. Nope. You know? No mic. No mic? We're flexible Robles. We're flexible Robles. That's no good at all. Uh-oh. But anyway, we're oh, well. we're out in we're out in the Valley of the Dirt people and uh, it's a dry Super Bowl party. It's you walk in and and there's a, plenty of great food. We have a lot of fun. We do a little bit of a a football pool. It's really it's fun. It's it's nice to be around family, but it's it's tough. I just want a nice cold beer or a yeah. drink. I really do. Now come on. Yeah. Is is it the you can't cuss, you can't drink, you can't No, no, no. I I mean, you know, I get an elbow nudge if I go goddamn like, if I if I have really? an outburst like that, I'll get an elbow jab. Half time the TV goes a off, pinch. you read some scripture. No, it's not that bad. No? And I could, probably, I could probably even show up with a six-pack, but I don't out of respect. Didn't if you I, do that once? If I cracked open a Tecate there, I could drink it, but I'd feel like... You should do that. I'd feel the weight of a you dozen do cold that. stairs. You crack, you crack open the Tecate, you kick off your shoes, make sure you haven't washed your feet in a day or two. Kick, it, Put them up on the table and just go, hey, fuckers, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Deal with me. I'm staying. Deal with it. I'm here for the game. I married your daughter. Tecate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Drinking the Black Jesus, Eagle. man. I feel bad for you. Because I, mean, I know all you want is a beer. Yeah. Uh, but you know... Uh, you know, there there was some good food, but there wasn't any uh, delicious chocolate-covered strawberries. Oh, how could they not have strawberries? They did not have any chocolate-covered strawberries. Without beer, you have to have strawberries. And what, other, what better way to get booze into the place? And I said on the last show that these strawberries are football-sized. So what better way to celebrate the Super Bowl than with football-sized chocolate-covered strawberries? You can send <laughs> chocolate footballs. <laughs> I can't drink, but give me some chocolate footballs. You could send your Valentine a giant, uh, a bunch of giant strawberries, and they're mm-hmm. all chocolate covered in different ways. They have uh, dipped in white chocolate. They got the chocolate with the tiny little micro microchips. Microchips, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. chips, not micro chips, micro chocolate chips. It's great. <laughs> you could probably die from eating a strawberry covered in microchips. <laughs> yes. I think it might be too crunchy. It might be too crunchy. It's all happening at Sherry's Berries, and, and the berries are starting at nineteen ninety nine. That's over a 40% savings. Go to berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click on the microphone. They have a microphone up on the top of the screen. Click uh-huh. on that. Uh-huh, okay, type okay. in Toad Hop. All right. And uh, that's all you need to do. Or you can dial 866 fruit 2 02- what? 866 what? 866 <laughs> fruit 02. Fruit. Like like F R U I T. What am I saying? I, it's come a fruit. Is my jersey fruit. is my jersey coming fruit. out? You're saying fruit. Fruits. That's how fruit. they say it in Fontana. Yeah, <laughs> Fontana. That's how they say it out there. 866 fruit 02 and uh for an additional actually for listeners of Toad Hop for just $10 you can double your berries. Hot damn. Double your berries, baby. Hot damn. You know what you should have done? You should have got some of those berries, bought them home, and injected them with some uh, little booze. Some oh, rum. that's a great idea. Yep. And then you bring them out there, and you watch the party take off. We can't wait to come back with your berries again next year, Ken, please. I don't know if I would have. I, I don't, I don't want to dope up the entire family. Why not? <laughs> oh, really. Come on. What? I, I was mean, thinking have a separate have a separate box for mine. And then, you know, like just... They'd be able to tell, though. If they're doped up with you, they, they nobody's going to know. If you're the only one who's hammered, they're going to know. Oh, that's a great idea. Dope. Instead of hash brownies, take whiskey <laughs> berries, whiskey strawberries. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? That the The booze-free party was probably good because based on how you told me your week went, you probably would have got really hammered. Well, there's an idea for you, Sherry. If you're listening. So check it out. Berries.com, B E R R I E S dot com. And don't forget to click on the microphone and type in Toad Hop for extra deals. Correct. That's that. Correct. But your week went crappily is what I was trying to say before. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. Before you yeah. circled back and started giving phone numbers again. Well, I just wanted to make sure I, I you know I, You did it. I'm you new did at the it. liners. I'm new I just wanted to make sure you're i kind doing of You're doing good. You're doing good. Stop talking about it. Talk about the show. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last week after the show. Yes. I I went home. This is a good story. You have to tell it. It's a pretty good story. It's a pretty good story. I left here, and I'm not going to say I I pulled like an alcoholic move on the way home, but I did, walking out of here, stop at Bubba Gump and have an extra beer and some uh, coconut shrimp (laughs) on the way out of City Walk. Okay. All right. It happened. (laughs) And uh, so I went home, went to bed. I was all excited to not be really drunk, and I jumped in the bed at 11 p.m., and I'm laying there, and coming through... Not one apartment, but coming through two apartments to my apartment, like two units over, I start hearing, at 11 p.m. It starts. Okay. Okay. Started at 11. Started at 11. So I'm like, all right. So I go downstairs. I peek out to see which unit is. Sure enough, there's four units in my building. It's basically, we're the third from the street, and this was the unit on the street. Right. So there's a whole other apartment in between us. And I'm hearing it loud enough to keep me awake. Okay, so frustrated, I go back up to my bedroom, lay down. Then it gets worse. It gets a little louder, and then on top of that, I start hearing the girl who lives in between us have loud sex in her bedroom. So not only am I hearing well, that's not so bad. The sex I can deal with because yeah. it's just like, but it's 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 ugly sex because it's I only but it adds, you know the music has like a Chemical Brothers feel to it. It becomes like a movie. Yeah, know? like suddenly it's less than zero yeah. going on next door. <laughs> And I, But I only hear the guy. I only hear the guy going, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. oh. oh no. That's no. all I hear. No. I don't hear her. What, did she bite his dick off? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> God. He's like pulling the old shish kebab at next Good door. God, what the hell? I mean, so. Uh, he joked about me, but the guy's screaming like he just got his unit yanked off. <laughs> go, Sammy, go. Go, Sammy, go. So. Uh, that goes away. He comes to Climax, but the house music just keeps getting louder. How do you know he came to Climax with, with, with that? <laughs> What's going on? I mean, yeah, it's a you... telescope, too. I <laughs> to <say. laughs> it was fairly you obvious. you the hole drilled in the wall. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> I had, like, the gooseneck coming through the A.C. vent like this. You're running a little snake up there. <laughs> dun, 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 it's a, dun, dun, dun. a of 14 <laughs> mirrors, but it works perfectly. <laughs> yeah, actually, there's a two-way mirror in my bedroom. <laughs> I just, nice. I just sit up in bed and go, yeah, he's done. <laughs> uh, so so, cut to an hour later, okay? House music's still going on. The sex couple's sleeping. And I hear a fire alarm go off. And the entire party empties out into the street and along the walkway down in our driveway. And it's just people screaming outside, talking about, oh, my God, I haven't worked out in six months. Ha! Doing all this, like, saying all these douchey LA. Everyone? Not everyone was saying that. <laughs> I haven't worked out in six months and four days. But they're all like, oh, are you wrecking on that documentary? I haven't oh, worked out. It's Christ. all this shit. You know, I, it's I all wrote that. a screenplay. I wrote a screenplay. I wrote a screenplay. Oh, yeah, Did yeah, you yeah. write a screenplay? I wrote a screenplay. Did you have your pitch meeting? And <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, Just yeah. stupid, stupid I stuff. I auditioned last week. You know? yeah. Shut the fuck up. So I I walk out. I take a peek out. And I come back inside. And my wife and, and her sister are standing in the living room like with their arms folded. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, uh-oh. Double so, whammy. All three of us walk outside, and we have a long walkway up to their doorway. My wife wanted Jesse and I to stay behind, and she walked up to the door to talk to the owner of the apartment. So I'm kind of leaning out, looking down the walkway. She didn't want me to- Were you peeking out, like kind of around the corner? Like, no. One I, eye? No, I was out. I was visible. All right. But my wife knows that there's a certain level of, and you, you have it too. I know you do. There's a certain level of like a Jersey hothead that there's a short fuse there. So you're not from Jersey, but you're from the Northeast. Yeah, I'm from New York. Right, but you're. It's where everybody from Jersey wants to be. You, oh, yeah. <laughs> not Long Island. Maybe Manhattan. Not Long Island. All right. So my wife is up there, and she's asking him to turn it down. And this is what I hear the guy saying to her, completely being condescending. I hear him going, "Oh, really, you?" You could really hear it from your apartment and your two units down. You know what I should have done when I moved in here, which I never did. I should do it right now. I need to walk the perimeter of the apartment building and see if I can hear what it is that you're hearing, because oh, that blows fuck. my that blows oh. my mind that you're hearing oh, it. Oh I would have choked. I would have choked him right I, he's, there. He's there. like well, I never took into consideration how thick the walls are. I would have choked that fucker out right there. I was getting pissed. I'd be like, like, can say, you hear it? Can you hear it now? Can you hear it now? And as soon as he was out, he was like, now you can't hear it, fucker. But he kept dancing around it. And I walked what up to him dick. with my hands in my hoodie pockets. I walked up, walked dick. up. Dick. And my wife sees me coming and she gets this Uh-oh. look like, oh no. I, I walk up and all I say to the guy. Did oh. you have the hood up? No. Oh, oh yeah, I you should have gone have all straight. Oh, I wasn't about to eight mile him. Yeah, I oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I just walked up with my hands in my hoodie pockets. It's huge hood so you can't see your face, you know? All I said was, dude, will you stop fucking patronizing my wife and turn the music down? I'm listening to you. You're dancing around. Just turn the music down. And he get. um, And what did he say? He didn't say anything. But my wife, I love her to death, emasculated me a little bit. Oh shit! What she she do? She stiff armed me. Shut up, you little prick! Oh no, she didn't say shut up. She stiff armed me. I got really. She yeah. She gave me. She's like get. She instantly. She's like get back. Get back. Can can get back. Get back. And I'm I'm like. Wow. It wasn't like I came running with like a spear. Okay. (laughs) I was gonna stab the guy. All right, but let's set this up because because emasculated would be. If she tried to stiff arm you and like pushed you, but it, like she hit your chest and like you still were, still were coming, it was one thing. But if she oh. hits your chest and you roll backwards four steps, <laughs> then you might as well just pull the you know pull the the hood up real tight and run away. No, but we uh, we go we go inside, and and it, did you walk back when you went back? Did she get I, back and you I walked went back away? At it. I I respected my wife's wishes. I walked wow. away. I was pretty pissed off. You should have said this is bigger than you. This is bigger <laughs> than you. This is about this. Fucking entourage trust fund asshole. Yeah, he. I shouted a couple of expletives as I was walking back, and um, just out loud, like "fuck," <laughs> "bullshit." I pointed out a possum. Possum. <laughs> yeah. uh, so fucking pussy. I didn't do that. That's <laughs> right. coming. That's coming. okay. All right. <laughs> so luckily, it all it all went it got quiet after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, because the three police uh, the three police calls we made an hour prior to that finally showed up right after we walked up there. Took an hour. So unlike when I heard the raccoon on our roof, and and they sent the friggin' Calgary. The cops are all about embarrassing you, Ken. Where you live, you live in Noho, right? Yeah. They're all about embarrassing you, obviously. Because when you call about a raccoon, they come in five minutes. Bam! They're there. They with a helicopter, helicopter, with a helicopter, searchlights, everything. And they're like, "Sir, it's a, it's a raccoon." Sir, it's a raccoon. Yeah, that was you, incredibly embarrassing. You're an idiot. <laughs> Go back in the house. So picture this: we tell him to turn it down. He goes in, turns it down, and then he gets a knock on the door from the cops. <laughs> yeah, knock <laughs> knock. He thinks it's you again. When the when the door. Knocked. No, he's like, "What?" And it's a cop standing there. He's like, "So f- Friday comes along. This is Tuesday night." Okay. Fr- Friday rolls, but along. did the did the music eventually go no, down? The music went down. We went to sleep. Everything okay. everything, everything, everything out Everything everybody was okay after that. Except for except for the fact that your your testosterone level and your angst level was up here. Oh, I, my heart was beating out of my chest. My wife, my poor wife, has to be up at four a.m. to go to work. This was after three. She laid in bed for ten minutes, got up, and got ready for work and Good left. Christ, is she a farmer? What the hell? Uh, she's it's tax season. Oh Christ, she's oh, busy. God, God bless her, man. So two, this is Tuesday night. Friday afternoon, I'm getting ready for work. I'm getting ready to leave for work. There's a knock on the door. Five o'clock in the afternoon. Alright. It's this asshole, the neighbor. At your door yeah. to apologize. And this is what earned him the nickname Matrix. Matrix. Yeah, because he he showed up in a tight black t-shirt, black jeans, and he had on like a black backpack, he had his hair greased back, and he was wearing these black Neo sunglasses. Okay. He actually looked more like Agent Smith, but I I call him <laughs> right. I call Mr. Him Anderson. Yeah. So he shows up and I hear him. Go, hey, to my wife. She's at the door. I hear him go, hey, I just want to stop by and smooth things over. I want to apologize about the other night. And Kim looks at me, and I, I make eye contact with Kim. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, maybe not a douchebag. Maybe guy. not a douchebag. Within 30 seconds. Uh-oh. He cha- oh he changes, he changes the whole topic of the conversation. He goes, but I just want you to know where I'm coming from. Uh-huh. He goes, I just want you to know that uh, I really think that you guys handled it really poorly, and the things that you guys did, like... Calling the cops five times. And she's like, we didn't call the cops five times. He goes, yeah, I asked the cop, and he said it was it was you guys. I'm like, first off, you can't. Yeah, the, the cop's, cop's <laughs> not going to tell. The cop doesn't tell anybody. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It was that guy right there. <laughs> That's what he claims. And then he goes. Go slice his fucking tires. And then I hear him go, and the whole thing, He he didn't say this until he knew I was there. And I hear him go, and the whole thing with your husband charging at me like that, does he have any <laughs> idea what he would have gotten <laughs> himself into? Whoa! And my wife, whoa, takes a step onto the porch and she goes, "Do you have any idea what you're getting yourself into right now? at that oh Did, And you heard that? You heard that. I heard what? I that, heard Does he have any idea what he's getting himself into? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said that. At that All point, right. I open the door behind my wife and I get stiff-armed again, and, and she like she <laughs> uh, she hits me God. in the kneecaps with a baseball bat. God, you got you got to deal with this guy without your wife around. I need what I need is chloroform to put over my wife's. Yeah. So get, get, just get out of the way for a second. Let me sedative, deal with this guy. Sedative gun. You know, one of those <laughs> right but in the back, she, little dark. Oh, but down. I was I was even more I was even more pissed off at this moment because well guy, yeah because he just said I would have kicked you he said he would have kicked your ass. Charged at him. I walked. He said, "Does up he have any him? idea if you would have walked up to him, he would have." kicked your ass i'm like dude you were you were being condescending sober drunk and now you're being condescending sober to my wife again and you don't even look like neo you look like agent Agent smith Smith. (laughs) (laughs) god damn and you're only 30 Neo was cool think about you in five years fuck he's like yeah you ruined my girl my friend's whole 31st birthday it was her golden birthday on the 31st ruined it ruined it golden birthday what the hell is that total asshole neighbor dude Golden birthday, thirty-one. At thirty-one, fuck him. You can still party S- at thirty-one, but you should know respect at thirty-one. Yeah. So I mean, you know, right? You know, to show up, maybe let okay, your neighbors know so, you're so going to have. So what? So what happens? Do you you're guys, guys get a, into a, a it? Bender? You guys? You guys? I mean, what's going on with this? Is it going to be a, like a Hatfields and McCoys here? I, I don't know, dude. But my my wife and I are batting zero with the two other people living between us and the street. The two other units, we're totally cool with the guy on the other side of us. Right. Uh, but the other two units, we are in bad shape. They, they hate us and we hate them. Oh, God damn it. Well, I, 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 have, I have the solution for you. What? It's called Pro Flowers.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, don't send it to uh, Agent Smith. <laughs> oh, Agent that. Smith gets oh. a burning bag of dog shit. He gets a Molotov cocktail through a sliding glass I think, door. I'm going to say burning bag of dog shit because that doesn't kill anybody, Ken. Um, if you want to go with Molotov yeah. cocktail, you can go. Well, with that. I'll I'll wait till Mischief Night and do uh, the burning bag of shit. Okay, all right, because you know this is actually being recorded and stuff. But I would say, <laughs> pro flowers for the wife, because then you can talk to her about not emasculating you, because she'll be so happy. So thrilled that for Valentine's Day, you got her pro-flowers. Okay. <laughs> right? Now, you know, I got, got pro-flowers for my wife two weeks ago. Okay. Two weeks ago, right? What did you get? Did you get, like, lilies? What did you get her? No, it was, it was roses. It was, oh, nice. It was roses with the bear and the vase and everything else like that, or vase, or however you pronounce the damn thing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, and the flowers, six of them, are still alive. Two what? Weeks, two weeks later, six of them still alive. There have to be some sort of floral steroids in there. No, no, no steroids. No steroids. It's just the stuff I put in. No, they give you. They give you like the flower food. I don't know what's in the flower food. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've the, never they, eaten the flower food. Pa- those little packets. They say don't eat it. So I've never eaten it. You put the little packet in and everything else, and the flowers. They. Poof, it's like they an up. emergency for and the flowers. There's like 19 colors. There are colors I can't even describe yeah. in there. I'm like, I didn't know roses came in this color. Very cool, right? Make, wife loves them. She thinks I'm great. I'm fabulous. I'm like. I'm I mean, somebody sent these to me. I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say, you had nothing to do with Yeah, <laughs> I, I gave them to you. They were mine, but I, I just gave them to you. But right now, for Valentine's Day is what? A week from today, right? That's correct. Valentine's Day is a week from today. And we'll be here. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be here on Valentine's Day. Yay. We'll bring the wives with us. Okay. And there's an amazing deal. Just have to remember the code TOADHOP, because you're going to need it when you, when you order these flowers. You can get 100 blooms of love for just nineteen ninety nine. A 100 blooms. 100, 100 flowers. You can fill a room. That's sweet. And you get a free glass vase plus you can get an upgrade for 39.98 you get the 100 blooms of love with a glass vase, chocolates, teddy bear and a spa kit what i mean what more could you ask for pro flowers guarantees delivery on valentine's day guarantees your flowers will stay fresh for a full week hey two weeks for most of my flowers They've delivered more than 40 million bouquets since they began in 1998. Valentine's Day is a week from today, so order now. Order it now. You order now. Maroon 5 will show go. up at your house. That's right. <laughs> Call 800-PRO-FLOWERS. Mention Toad Hop or go to ProFlowers.com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner. Type in Toad Hop. You'll get these deals. ProFlowers.com. Do it. You will be a happy man. I'm not going to go into what happened afterwards. Ashley zurigian is our guest. She's yes. up in just a few minutes.
1: Hi, this is Marisa Coughlin listening to the Two Guys and a Mic on the Toad Hop Network.
0: You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. About Duran Duran. Hey, this is Justin Halpern, creator. Of My dad says this is John Siegel saying. You're listening to Two Guys on a Mic, the only radio show that matters. You disco trash. Hey, slow it down. What do you want from me? What do you want? From Adam me? Lambert. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know who that is, right? Yes, I know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Of course I do. You know who it was before that? That other song. Yes, I know who it was. I put the song in there. The bass player for both of those people, both of those bands, is in the room with us right now. That's (laughs) fucking ironic, Ken. Two guys and a mic, we're back. And our special guest, uh, a good show of our podcast and a good show of your daughter's old podcast. That's right, that's right. She was in the Leopard's Den where we started and she did a show with my daughter. (laughs) Ashley Zorigian. Yeah!
1: All right. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Great to have you here. Look at you. You're, you know what? You, we're not even like uh, offended that you did Shannon's podcast before <laughs> ours. Yeah, no, we don't care. We, we, we played your song "Sweet Chariot, a lot, you know, and Aww, th- and now cool. we played Sleepwalk in there, right? That and was, yeah, "Sleepwalking" from, was from, from my, my Jerusalem, from my Jerusalem, and we love, love his stuff from my Jerusalem. And then Ken you. Ken, you know, we find out Ken tells me, finds out you're traveling. You're the bass player for freaking Adam Lambert.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's huge. like that's huge.
0: <laughs> That's huge. It's
1: been really exciting. Yeah. I'm super super stoked about it. So,
0: I mean, are you are you is there a tour? Prepared? I mean, what's what's the deal? Are you just playing specific dates with him or Actually, just... I want to actually I want to know this. I I I'm just baffled by the whole because I know you you did the Great Northern thing. You did uh you did you're doing Still My Jerusalem. What what's the process when you when that stuff's going on are you still are you still fishing for stuff like Adam Lambert? Are you keeping your ears to
1: the pavement? What, uh, what's going on? How did how did one lead to the other? Well, it's all sort of just been like sort of a a, a leap pad sort of thing. One thing has always led to another. It sort of just like literally this Adam Lambert gig, I met um, the band through another band I was playing with. You know, this uh, friend of mine named Alexi. Okay. I played with his band called Poncho and Sancho. And uh, <laughs> which is a hilarious. They're an amazing like dueling guitar. Is
0: it kind of a, a Mexican vibe that they do? Or they're both
1: Armenian actually. They're amazing. I would have guessed that. But um, you know, he was he's good friends of um of Adam's guitar player Tommy Ratliff, and who was actually his bass player at the time. And and he was playing some poncho and slancho for him. He's like, hey, your bass player is really great. Like, how did you know, what's the deal there? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's this girl. And my name came up, and he was like, oh, you've got a female bass player. That's really cool. Well, uh, you know, how I think Adam's looking for a, a female bass player right now, and just sort of like one thing led to the next thing. You know, I feel like every band has sort of led to the next thing.
0: And then do you just get the phone call? Do you get an email? Do you get a tweet? What what happens? Yeah, how does that
1: work? Well, he gave my information to Adam's people, and uh, there was an audition, and I just went and did it, and I didn't expect Adam to be there. It was really sort of a, a little surprise to have him there. It was really nice. He's incredibly sweet, most genuine guy. Like, couldn't ask for a better artist to play with.
0: How fierce is he in person? He's amazing. He's pretty fierce. That's, I mean, I use that word because you the, know. well, you well know yeah, what's he's, he's he's openly fierce, Ken. It's he's, not nah, like, he's, he's like, like he's uh, openly fierce. I know he's openly fierce, but he's he seems partnered with the the Finnish guy from Big Brother. He's, uh, what? His partner is is. Partner, Sally. Uh, they, yeah, he's oh, the nicest guy ever. It is he won the Finnish Big Brother? I can't pronounce his name. It's yeah. What, what is Sally? Sally. He's he he won the Finnish Big Brother in 2007. Became I a star. Didn't even over know there. that. Look at so, me. Yeah, look at you. Lacking See? on the research. Come on. <laughs> I'm come sorry. on. You're like so far ahead of me over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know more about. You're a glambert or oh, this this crazy thing now called the internet. Uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> you'll find it if, if you actually use it during <laughs> the day. <laughs> yeah, you can type in names and things come up. Go whoa. Half of it's not true, but what the hell? So you, so this was a whirlwind thing. Like, within weeks, really? Wasn't it yeah, quick?
1: It was pretty quick. I mean, I really didn't expect to even get the audition. You know, you never know how many people you're auditioning against. and Was it um, a smaller,
0: more private thing? Or were there a lot of people being looked at? I don't at? really know.
1: I don't really know all the details. You I'm so you afraid got, to ask. You
0: got the gig. <laughs> you got, they said you got the gig, yeah. right? Okay. Well, you so know, then it, do they give you a list of dates, or what do they do? I mean, um, what happens? You know, they... I need you here, 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 or is it? Are, are you on call? What's the deal?
1: Ah, uh, well, the nice part is it's like it's a band, you know. And right. It's just nice to be a part of it, and uh, you know, date-wise, I, you know, I just take things as they show up into my email inbox, you know. So it's like I don't really have any anything. I don't know anything, you know, before anyone else does, you know. Right. Well, I just a, to- a tour's is about to-
0: like a tour is about to start, right? Or has a tour already started?
1: That you know exactly, like I don't. I, it, yeah. I find out when anyone find, else okay. finds it's, out. Pretty you much, like things just show up in my inbox, and you know I can't really confirm anything. It's just you know. Um,
0: so you'll get an email. You'll get an email saying, "Hey, get ready. We're in Malaysia for we're, the next we're well. or we're doing Leno next week."
1: The idea is, I think, that you just make yourself available. You know, when you take on a gig like that, it's sort of like you're almost ready to to drop just about anything else for it. You know.
0: Well, you did Leno, right?
1: We did Leno and Ellen, yeah, what, which was really exciting. What
0: happened on Leno, Ash? Well, can you tell the okay. story?
1: <laughs> the song started, <laughs> I, I, and I, know. I hadn't even played a single note, and all of a sudden, like, I feel my bass sort of like succumb to gravity, and I was, I, I just, it's kind uh, of boom, and you can actually hear it in the recording, and you can see it. Um, it. It hit the ground. No, no, I, I caught it, but it like hit my thigh, so it, my, my strap just came off. I didn't have any strap locks, which I I realized later with the importance of amazing having strap locks. So the
0: strap broke.
1: Um, it just came right off. Oh, you AMI can probably does.
0: find them at Guitar Center. Someone, I'm sure there are people there that can help you, or well, use the internet.
1: You know what's so amazing is like, so the moment it happened, I just had I was like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? You can't like stop the show, like hey everybody, stop the song, let's go back to the beginning. You just have to like fly by the seat of your pants. So in that moment, I just kind of like I was like, all right, what am I going to do right now? I have to make the most of this. I just literally, like, followed my instincts. I got down on one knee and just kept playing. Oh, so and you
0: crouched down on the on the floor. Oh yeah, I was it's... like
1: I was like serenading. It uh, looked like I was serenading him or doing something really weird. It, it but... didn't
0: show that. It, it, did, <laughs> all right. it You couldn't tell that the strap broke. What it looked like was you were you were succumbing. You were like worshiping the music. You were succumbing <laughs> to the Someone vibe. Someone said that they're like oh, it looked funny. like
1: you were like. Worshipping the master. And <laughs> I I'm know, like, oh it's my like, God, you're hilarious. You're a balance here,
0: <laughs> sensei. Literally, like the, the, curtain, the <laughs> curtains open, you see a full stage shot. Everything's fine over here. <laughs> Cut to Adam, and Tommy's in the background, cut back to her, she's on her knees. Literally that quick. See, that? He, <laughs> n- now you're gonna end up going on tour with me. Every song, you need to go down like that. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. because the audience just adores I, it, they love it. They Ladies he, and gentlemen, this is the song where my bass player like, bows to me. It was really me.
1: sweet. He made like a joke about it at the Ellen show. He's like, you gotta do that move again, that signature move. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. God. <laughs> I think yeah. it'll definitely come up at some point in another live performance. Maybe if I ever get like a bass solo, I'll definitely have to get on the knee once again.
0: Did Ellen happen after Leno?
1: Yeah. So that yeah, was, was like Leno idea.
0: was like your initiation. It was like your frat, well, your frat My hazing. initiation
1: was actually in December. We played in Shanghai. We played in China for like a private party. Okay, and private that, a private party. It was a private party. Oh,
0: was it for the like the the premiere of the country or something? It <laughs> so, was.
1: It was like a, a Japanese Way thing. And it oh was, wow! It was incredible for me. I was so nervous. I didn't sleep for like two days before, but it was really exciting and. You know, and just to get to travel, like the band's made up of incredible musicians. Yeah. Isaac Carpenter, incredible drummer. Tom Ratliff, who's an amazing bass player, who's Wait now for. upgraded to lead guitar.
0: Say the other person's name in the band.
1: Oh, oh my God, Kevin Hastings. Whoa, another another K Hastings. So Whoa. actually, you know, a cooler
0: K Hastings, much cooler. Yeah. When
1: you. Emailed me and you're like, want to do the show? I was like, oh my gosh, yes, we're doing an Adam Lambert show. And then I and I read it and it was like, oh, uh, oh, we're doing <laughs> we're doing uh, two guys in a mic. I was like, yeah, this is gonna be great. She's like,
0: ah, oh, crap. Uh, actually, she thought I was Kevin up <laughs> yeah. until tonight. Right. She's like, ah, oh, she got here and was like, oh, seriously? Come on. It's so bizarre. You have to <laughs> add, you have to ask him <laughs> where he's from. I saw that. I'm like, whoa, Kevin Hastings. That's yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. For those of you don't who don't know, um, our wonderful one of our wonderful hosts. Ken Ken Hastings. There you go, Ken. Look so at very that. very easy, easy to you. um, you know Confused confuse confuse in your email K-, K Hastings at whatever email yeah. you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, people can call if they want to, right? Ken, I know. Give me the number, Ken. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. You had an interesting thing the other night, and like, I don't know. The- yeah, yeah. It, 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 when I listen to, you know, Adam's, the, the, the most popular song I know from Adam is, is What Do You Want From Me. And every time I hear that, all I hear is Richard Marx, in, in his voice. And I, mean, I know he had, I know Adam has this, like, amazing voice of, like, you know, 55 octaves and whatnot. But in that song, all I hear is Richard Marx. So I told Ken, I said, this sounds just like Richard Marx. He goes, I can kind of hear it a little bit. I said, I'll prove it to you. You so, did you did pretty much. So give I put journey. together a little it's not a mashup so much as a slam together pieces. <laughs> it's, of yeah, it's not it, stuff. This is not this is not a club banger by yeah. any means. Yeah, no, yeah, don't 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 match, try, don't think I was trying to match beats or anything here. So go ahead, Rob. Hey, That's Adam. Slow it down. What do you want from me? Hey, and I
1: remember how you love me. Richard
0: Marks. Yeah, Hold on, hold on. Once upon a time, I didn't give a damn. Maybe my love is <laughs> in vain. I can't tell the difference. So, what do you want from me? What are you? Pretty close, want from pretty close. Me? My favorite one's coming up. <laughs>
1: kind of close yeah I can see I can see the resemblance yeah
0: we could do some great covers of that (laughs) maybe that's it maybe that's how you know maybe that's how he appeals to like the 40 plus crowd (laughs) That's be- that's exactly right cuz I'm sure like there are a lot of parents bringing their kids to these shows you need to if you want to if you want to like you know go his- higher on the totem pole pull Adam aside and say you should do Endless Summer Nights. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> his fan base has an incredible range to it. I feel like his his sound is really timeless and it really translates to so many different demographics, you know. I mean my dad's a fan of course he's always a fan of anything I do but like you know it's it's sort of it's nice that way. It really Speaks to different people on so many different levels, now, different ages.
0: Now, does your what, your dad goes to your shows too? Yes. Yeah. Your dad go to your shows? Yes. Okay. Now he'll go to a my Jerusalem show, whatever badger, you're in, he will go.
1: He's the he's my biggest fan.
0: Awesome, awesome. <laughs> and and now he will go. Will he stand in the back or will he get come up be up front and be like, I love this. I place. bet he's a, a front row. He's a front. Is he a front rower?
1: He likes to make himself visible to me wherever wherever he's. At. See, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> So that I can wave like on stage. It's like very nerdy. But is it's very sweet. I love my parents are amazing and incredibly supportive.
0: Does your mom go too? Or no?
1: She goes whenever she can. Yeah. Right.
0: She's like, I'm saving my hero. She
1: has yeah, they both have to work usually pretty early, so if it's not like it. Incredibly early. No, you know. All right.
0: Well, you're on the track to become a huge star. Soon, you can just you can just buy houses for them, right? With with about three or four right. years, just tell them
1: I can pay them back from my college. Right. Three or
0: four <laughs> years from now, I'll give you the college check and a house. You just you guys do whatever you want. Does your dad Does your dad get after it at the shows? <laughs> does he Does he have a few? Does he ever drink at the shows?
1: Um, you know, he's usually really careful. My dad's yeah. pretty conservative. You know, he's he's a good guy.
0: Um I don't I don't I'm not trying to hammer the Richard Marks thing. I don't yes, I don't want to kick it yes, dead horse. Yes you are but I mean he Go ahead he, there, there's the there's the sound similarity, but I want to show you something real fast. Um <laughs> there's nothing I'm not gonna say oh, he doesn't like there's not much of a sim this is current day, okay? There is not much of a similarity there. No, no. Well, you know, if you put all that makeup on Richard Marks, we don't know. If you put the eyeliner and stuff and you, you know, do up the eyebrows, Richard Marks might be I- able to
1: Adam's much more handsome.
0: To pass, Adam's much more handsome. You're, yeah. you're just kissing his ass.
1: No, it's true. I, I mean, if he were straight, I would date him before I would date him.
0: Really? Well, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. is. He's getting the gross. Yeah. He was like, uh, yeah. I need, I need
1: a drink. I need a Manhattan.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got you know Hugh Hefner's ball sex under his eyes. <laughs> but you'll notice a little more of a similarity if we if we jump back in time to like 1983. Like, this was incredible. You're you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna blow your mind. I, Nineteen. I brought up like this. Can't tell the difference. <laughs> Can't tell the difference. You really you can see where. I wish
1: all of you could see this image. That I'm looking. Oh, they at can. Oh, can. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. they well, can.
0: <laughs> that is from 1983, and they. I mean, twins. Twins. Oh, yeah, you could totally see like an Adam's baby picture. That he's <laughs> he's a he's a rock star. <laughs> should have known better, man. <laughs> he should have known better. He has, this don't mean nothing right here. <laughs> oh God! But you can you can take that. I'm I want good. you I'm I want you to down keep down that, that and take it to the band. It <laughs> give it to him. <laughs> <he> <laughs> there you go. They can project it up on the screen oh at the next God. show. <laughs> when he goes to do the cover, just project it up on the screen. Right? <laughs> I didn't use Photoshop at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So so Ashley. My Jerusalem's still happening, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we so, just recorded a record in January, and uh, oh, a new one. Yes, a brand new one. It, I uh, I'm not exactly positive when the release date is. I heard it's June-ish. That's the rumor. June-ish, but it's called Preachers, and it's amazing. Uh, I got flown out to Austin. We recorded all the basic drum and bass parts in about five days, and in the next few weeks, I got. Um, the full mixes back and it sounds amazing i haven't heard it mastered but i know it's gonna be incredible we got to uh, record at um, this amazing studio in austin texas called public hi-fi and the producer is jim eno he's incredible incredible guy um producer and also played drums for the band spoon oh well, nice so wow familiar, i but, like spoon a lot yeah spoon bread. so he's just He's got incredible ears and getting to work with him was a massive privilege.
0: Now why Austin? Is that where is the the
1: entire you? band lives in Austin except for me. Except so you're oh Wow. Um, my one of my basic like musical soul brothers, uh, Jeff Klein, he's kind enough to anytime we have a tour or a performance, he's constantly flying me out there. So yeah, I just I Austin is pretty much a second home to me. So uh, is, is my Jerusalem? To- oh, yeah, go ahead. ahead. No, please. After you. I will.
0: <laughs> is my Jerusalem gonna tour? Are you gonna tour with my Jerusalem or is?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So when you guys put together a tour, um, you know, they, you're the up and comers now, right? So are you gonna do the small club tour or are you gonna try to open for people or?
1: Um, you know, it it I think it really depends on um, open
0: for Adam where or- you're
1: where where you're going. I mean, we've definitely done some, uh. You know, a mix of both things where you're you're the headlining tour in Europe or you're, you know, you're opening for someone here in the States. I think it's just sort of depends on what kind of strategy. It depends on who you can get hooked up with. If you're opening for an incredible band, you know, you usually want to, like, seize the opportunity.
0: Are, are they, are, how cool are they with the uh, Adam Lambert thing? Are they are they totally supportive <laughs> and totally behind it? Or are they kind of like, oh, I, it. I
1: think it's like, it's bittersweet for them. They're really excited for me. You but know, they're, they're afraid they might lose you. Well, I don't, I, you know, I just think that we're going to try, I think they're willing to like sort of, we're going to just balance this whole thing. Yeah. You know, they can that You'll be on loan. You're on loan. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I feel like, you know, as a freelance musician, you really have to be open to sort of taking your your musical social life and making it into this Jenga puzzle and you just make it work and if you're in several bands at once not everyone is a fan of doing that but it's all I know it's all I've ever done I just sort of like make sure everything fits and and sometimes you can't always make everybody happy but you try and find some happy medium and and well
0: is is that a thing with like bass players or is that a thing with guitarists in Central or is that just everybody who's in a band they kind of bounce around and they intermingle and stuff like that I mean because we were talking Ken and I were talking about it, like oh, all the female bassists and whatnot you know do some research and look them up and a lot of the female basses on there I know from band A mm-hmm. but they're also in B, C, and D mm-hmm. so what what happens? I mean, is it? I feel you just... like
1: most people, most musicians I know, are in several bands. It's sort of like if you're making a, a living as a musician, it's sort of part of the job is is just keeping busy. I know people who, um, who are working every night of the week, and it's not always with the same band. It'll be a different band every night, and so it really is just about sort of making it work. And you know, it's I think it. It actually it makes your life interesting as a musician, being in in a variety of style, you know, and and just having it's like when I leave a gig, I literally like that uh, on my drive home. My brain is already starting to reprogram for whatever gig I have the next day. It's already starting to remember the songs that I have right. coming up, and I think that's the case for a lot of musicians. We're just we're like human jukeboxes where we're just sort of like going through. You know, you have multiple personalities. Yeah. You have to create, I, or, or well, maybe not necessarily personalities, but or I just... think that you it is like. Going through a bit of a, a mental jukebox and pulling songs from out of nowhere, and suddenly things just come back to you and um, as long as you can keep everything fresh and your in mind I would imagine if I was the great.
0: guy piecing together the Adam Lambert band, I would want in like because you you look and you, and you look for these session musicians and you find like these these people doing different gigs with different bands. The great thing about people like you and other musicians of your caliber is that they can plug you into a situation and they don't have to worry about you because you know what you're you're because you're, stre- you're people like you are stress free you're you're happy to be there you're not going to be a diva you're not going to be high maintenance you're happy to be there and you love the music and and this is what it's about for you and those people don't want to worry about that they have adam they don't want <laughs> right. to you know right, they don't want right, to have right. to worry about those pieces and that's what makes you cool because you're just You're uh, a cool musician. I know. I'm not a diva. You could be a total bitch. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I could be way off. Wow. You're so
1: assuming, Ken.
0: (laughs) Well, I assume you're nice. I'm sorry. You
1: know, I think that in general, most musicians I know, especially in LA, you know, we're all just grateful to be like working for the people that we work for and playing with the people we work for. And it just makes. It's a humbling experience getting to work with someone like Adam. You know, he's he's been so generous and, you know, even, you know, Jeff Klein working with my Jerusalem, he's been incredibly generous and it's just everybody makes you feel grateful to be doing what you're doing. You just feel really lucky all the time. I have the coolest job. I have the freaking coolest job. Don't rub it in. So so, I know, right? so <laughs> what what you're
0: saying here is basically when Two Guys in a Mic does a live show, you're going to have one of those two bands and we'll be on stage, right? <laughs> one <laughs> of the two. You're
1: going to be our go-go dancers.
0: Uh, oh, I wow. you know what? I may have to wax for that. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not waxing. I'll just wear big Uggs. I'm very Eastern European from the waist down. <laughs> yeah, you got islands on your. It back, looks like dude. I'm wearing I'm wearing hair leggings most of the time. Uh, I don't want to say how much of your back I've seen, but you've got islands on it. Stop it! <laughs> I have the Cayman Islands. Uh, we're gonna put you on the spot right now. We have a we have a list of some female bass players, and we're gonna throw some at you. And if you don't know them, just you know say I don't know who that is. It doesn't oh matter. no, I'm terrible with names. But we'll All tell right. you that we're gonna give you the band, and you tell us what you think of them and, and whatnot. All right. I'm ready? We're going to be embarrassing. You ready? I'll, sure. I'll, I'll only do a couple. i only do a couple. Kim Deal.
1: Of course. these. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Nicole Fiorentino.
1: Ah, Smashing Pumpkins and a few others, actually. We're, mm-hmm. we're uh, acquaintances. Yes. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. And yeah. M-
0: Melissa Alder-Fermont. What, what is oh. her name?
1: off de yeah. Is that what it is? I'm not exactly sure yeah. how to pronounce it, but yeah. She's oh. pretty She's, pretty yeah. Yeah, she's great. Hot redhead. Okay, so far so good. So far really so good.
0: See, I also had on this list, because we talked before the show, I also had Tal Wilkenfeld on oh, this. Oh, yes. I was like, Jeff Beck. That's... She's amazing. Yeah.
1: She's like one of those younger prodigies that when you hear, you're just like, I'm either going to quit or go practice. She's amazing. Kim Gordon. Oh, of course. Sonic Youth. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. She's right. incredible.
0: Jeanette Napolitano. Oh, uh, Homeland Se- Homeland Security. Uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> no, that's her right there.
1: Oh. <laughs> no, I, no. I'm no. a basis. Oh, wait. Okay. There's one I don't know.
0: Concrete blonde. Oh. Okay. okay. Concrete blonde. We got her. We got her. <laughs> that's not her. That's not her. I'm playing concrete blonde. Okay. Two more. <laughs> uh, Tina Weymouth.
1: Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. I see. This is one that I'm going to be really embarrassed later. I'm going to be like, why well, didn't yeah. I know that if one? If you can't
0: come up with it, she's going to quit the band.
1: Okay, I'm mm-hmm. quitting.
0: Oh, you're quitting. Oh, oh. <laughs> you are you're you do not know? Let me try oh. one. Let me try one. Go ahead. Kathy <laughs> Valentine. <laughs> the Go Go's. <laughs> the Go Go's. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. We're, we're... See, okay, so I need, I need, I need a history <laughs> lesson, not a current no, lesson. You need to
0: be old like us. <laughs> no, yes, you know no. what? I used to
1: subscribe to Bass Player magazine from like the time I was 11, but I think I I stopped subscribing when I was like. And of course, you know, sixteen. So that's only like five years of subscriptions. Of course, so. it's the been a most long time.
0: The most famous one, last one on the list. Can you pick this one out? Uh, oh, Sting.
1: Sting's bass player is it? <laughs> no, Sting. Oh. Sting. I was like, Sting has Sting has a female bass player, <laughs> no, right? Sting. No, no Sting. Oh, you guys Sting. are so mean. We're not
0: mean. What, what's your favorite song to play?
1: My favorite song. Do you, do you have, do you have like, a
0: favorite? Do you have, like, fa- or is it change every night? Oh, I my mean, god! It doesn't Are have to be one of Adam's songs or My Jerusalem. It could just be a classic song.
1: Okay. My f- the fa- my favorite onstage experience was playing Iron Maiden's Run to the Hills.
0: Oh, oh, damn. Because
1: I was like, dude, I'm rocking some Iron Maiden right now. And, like, I had to grow out a third nail on my hand because I don't really play with a pick. And so I had to, like... So I I grew out my fingernails for that same sound. It doesn't really matter, you know. And so I had to to be able to go ding 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 So I like grew up up my like third nail. It's almost like almost. Yeah, so I grew out my my nail for that song and it was pretty great playing Iron Maiden. She gets know?
0: paid. She gets paid to play guitar hero every night. You can follow <laughs> you can follow Ashley on Twitter at ashley zarigian. You got the Adam Lambert thing going on, album coming out called Trespassing. You got My Jerusalem mm-hmm. going on. They have an album coming album out. Album coming soon. Preachers. This, this is MyJerusalem.com?
1: Yes, yeah, that's correct.
0: Correct. And your local band, what's your local band?
1: Coco Morrier. My that. girl, My girl Nicole Morrier. she's amazing. She's wow. She's like an incredible singer-songwriter. She's written for Britney Spears and Tom Jones. She's Amazing. I'm very lucky to be playing with her. And, and what a weekend.
0: Uh, we're two guys in a mic. Ashley, thank you very much thank for being for here. Thank you for having me. Up you next, Huff awesome. and Stapes are coming at you. Follow us on Twitter at two guys in a mic, LA.
1: Oh. <laughs> you want. Uh, oh, I, w- ah, I yes. want to see
0: this. I want to see this. Oh. Send dip strawberries this Valentine's <laughs> Day from berries.com. Click on the mic and enter Toad Hop. That's, That's right. Toad Hop. Thank you, announcer <laughs> man. <madam. laughs> thank you, Ashley. This has been another feature presentation of Peppermint Hippo Productions.